The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless, of course, you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. Time once again, my friends. It's time for reviewparty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. And would you look at the time? It's a seven thirty p.m. at the time of recording. It is. You know what I like about this evening time? What's that? Never a better time to light a fire in your home oh. if you have a fireplace. Or me? I don't know. Could you have like a burning <laughs> barrel in your place? Could you get away with that? A burning barrel, like a like barrel. These- like for just hobos. a 50 gallon drum i'm sure there's gotta be out. some rags to riches story where the dude was like there's nothing as comforting as warming your old homes at the burning barrel and i uh, made it a centerpiece i could see it you know if you have suitable air duct system or if you live in like a, a long house or a hogan what or about something. like a faux burning barrel where you slip the lights and a little like controlled gas fire okay. just pops up yeah almost like an amish burning barrel. <laughs> speaking of amish burning barrels i got a review from <laughs> yeah. google for pizza hut this review was submitted by kate from instagram thank you kate gosh thanks kate This is for uh, Pizza Hut in Oakville, Ontario. There's lots of reviews, and they're very negative. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. I picked out two I kind of thought were funny, juxtaposed next to each other. This first one is from Suarez Barboza. They write, Pizza delivery was 45 minutes late. It took 15 minutes for Pizza Hut call center to answer the phone to tell me why the pizza is late. Cheese-filled crust is delicious. The pesto and chicken were less than satisfying. Two stars. <laughs> There's a Pizza Hut call center. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like one of those old tiny ones with the wires where they had to put it in different sockets. <laughs> They've got switchboards. <laughs> so pizza Hut call center. Oh, oh, it, I'm going to transfer you to crust. One second. <laughs> yeah, what's the problem with crust? Mm, a little damp, not crackery enough? Mm, I am sorry. Transfer you to ovens. <laughs> And then you're speaking to a fucking oven. <laughs> oh, it does sound a little cold today. Hmm. <laughs> the Pizza Hut call center is just Beauty and the Beast but of call centers. <laughs> you're talking to the literal store. Yeah, you're talking to a phone. The wire board is, you're literally talking to it as you get transferred. That's cool. Hmm. Uh, but you don't want to talk to the pizzas. They will take none of your criticism. Thank know, you very much. They know their fate. <laughs> to be eaten by the beast. <laughs> yeah. The pizza beast. The The call center just lives to take calls from Pizza Hut about bad pizzas. And then they get them sent back in. And, and then the pizza beast thrives on the old gross pizzas. And it takes one cute, young, <laughs> available pizza delivery driver <laughs> to crack that rough exterior got another one from shalane basque she's a local guy don't worry she writes i used to work at pizza hut back in the day so i have a soft spot (laughs) i also know the standard that the pizza should be made by i wanted to give this location another try and yet again another disappointment the pizza was overcooked and only had toppings in the middle The chicken bites were undercooked. The breadsticks did not come with marinara. Overall, very disappointing. Pizza Hut has gone way downhill, or this location is just terrible. One star. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's been said before, uh, many places and on this podcast, you can't go home again. You, you're yeah. back, you feel like you're, you're big man, whether it's to your college or your high school or your hometown, just brace yourself because the, the pictures you, you have in your mind are going to have faded when you get back there and you see what reality has done to the place. 
my favorite local pizza joint, Brothers 3. You can't survive that many shifts in ownership without losing something. And it's still mm. wonderful. Still some of the best pizzas, but it's not what it once was. <sighs> Actually, it sounds like this pizza hut just sucks. Yeah, I was going to say, you can <laughs> exponentially multiply that because it's a franchise pizza hut. Right. So you got a different guy switching in the, the Dr. Pepper and the machine each week. And he says, I'm going to be the one to change. I'm going to be the one to fix it. If whoever's throwing that pie together can't even remember the most, I, the, I think this signature piece of a Pizza Hut pizza order for me, the marinara sauce that comes with the breadsticks, that is the <laughs> linchpin that holds the Pizza Hut meal together. And if that's forgotten, I don't even want it. It could be the best fucking yeah. breadsticks I ever had. If there's no dunkage, then I'm, I just got punked. I don't know. I can't claim to have worked into in a in any sort of kitchen other than a home kitchen, but I have to feel like I'm going to assume that fast food kitchens and I would I would clump Pizza Hut in there. Things are like set on timers. Like you go to yes. the subway, they pop your your stuff in. It's set timer. They're not going to overcook your toasted sub because it's on. It's all programmed. Yeah. So what is going on at this hut that? One thing's too cooked, one thing's not cooked enough. Three little bears going on here. (laughs) Actually, that's funny you should mention. A lot of fast food places just have a mama bear button, a papa bear button, and a baby (laughs) bear button for you to hit when you put the stuff in the oven or what have you. You got to size up the customer and see what kind of of bear they are. Yeah, I have worked in fast food kitchens and um, not, not taking anything away from fast food. Minimum wage workers out there. They're, they're the fucking backbone of America. And they work hard as hell. Those jobs aren't easy. The corporations do do their best to make sure a monkey could do <laughs> the job. And that, like you alluded to, you know, I think most pizza places, there's no oven timer even. You just set the motherfucker on a track. And when it poops out the other end, Ooh. you got a done pizza, right? I, I mean, if we're talking like little C's, for sure. Yeah, Little C's has something like that. But even if it's an oven, you put it in, you hit the pizza one button, it goes bong, 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 bong when the pizza <laughs> one's done. You just got to remember which yeah. is the right pizza. But just just the, the ingredients in the middle? What is this, a, uh, like a bear claw of pizza Lazy. ingredients? Laziness and I won't tolerate it. <laughs> yeah, one of the pictures... Even if they ordered just sausage on one half, it's more like they just got sausage on the right third. Ugh. <laughs> That's awful. You order some sausage stuff crust with this pizza? Sausage sprinkled crust. That's a new thing they're trying. <laughs> the hot dog thing didn't work out quite right. Ugh. They do a <laughs> lot of things that don't quite work out right. <laughs> For every hit that, you know, fast food, let's just make the craziest fast food item we can make. The, the type things that started with the mm-hmm. double down. I like that. That shit's fun. But sometimes <laughs> it's a big swing and a miss. It's a big whoopsie do. Yeah. The hot dog stuffed crust I th- definitely was one of them. This is It's got pretzel bites on the outside. You pull out and you dip them in the middle of your gooey pretzel cheese oh, pizza. Oh, no. No. Give me a plate of vomit. That's when, like, the watcher... That watches all timelines just fucking <laughs> walks away for a oh, second. No. <laughs> this shouldn't be happening. <laughs> the fucking watcher has to intervene. <laughs> I'm going to be sick. <sighs> he calls the Pizza Hut call center. <laughs> yes, I need to talk to the, the sauce cups. Fix it. <laughs> End this now. Or your timeline <laughs> will be forever cursed. Uh... He's got T'Challa, but if T'Challa was kidnapped by a Pizza Hut driver. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much what happened in that one. Yeah, if Uh you're not following this, these are all, what is it, Marvel what if jokes? Jokes. They're pretty, this is a cute little show. Cute little comic books. It's darling. Yeah, sort of alternate timeline situations. You got a review? Yeah, yeah, speaking of cute things, I got a review for a cute thing. Uh, this is a Google review for Quick Trip number 371. You know it? You love mm-hmm, it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It actually happens to be at the intersection of 
52 and 31 in Kenosha. Oh. Ken- Kenosha Wiss. Who doesn't know 52? Who doesn't F- know? 52nd Street and 31. Who doesn't know 31? Uh, everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. Everyone knows Quick Trip 371. Yeah, it's the place to be. Especially Patorsha Cozart. Patorsha writes, I went in and encountered a lady with a puppy. <laughs> she was walking around and holding it. She told the workers who were ooing and eyeing over it that it was a gift for her husband's birthday. I like dogs. We're getting one. Don't believe they belong in stores where I'm getting food. Service animals should be in vests so we understand why they're there. I asked the manager if I could bring my cat in since they just allow animals in the store that aren't service animals. The lady says it is a service animal. Clearly the animal was not. It disgusted me. I'm bringing my cat next time and I dare them to tell me I can't. Three stars. It's hard to agree or disagree here, isn't it? <laughs> is she on one hand? When I get the, that chicken tender melt or that spicy chicken sandwich with cheese, I don't want a dog's shedding presence near it. They're <laughs> just like, there's, you know, a three foot radius around that dog that is guaranteed to be contaminated. Yes. Let's be clear. If I'm trying to figure out which bag of milk I'm going to take home with me, I don't need the, the soft little pitter patter of dog feet on the ground. And if it is a service animal that is like a contract a guarantee money back guarantee they're not gonna fuck around right <laughs> no they ain't there's there a to no play. fuck around guarantee and i am totally vibe with that but this it sounds like it was a puppy a, a puppy. pupper if you will a birthday pup a birthday pup who has not seen any training of the sort who no. would freely fart and shed around my delicious bagel dog bagel dogs my fuck i love <laughs> quick your corn dogs dude <laughs> and they're just in a little bag. They're basically naked against the world <laughs> and all contaminations that a a dirty little puppy could bring in. Ugh. Yeah. But on the other hand, why don't you just like make a complaint to corporate instead of threatening them on social media and like Sure. You don't need to fight fire with fire. You know, you're proving the point to no one here by bringing in a cat and causing a scene. I will strap my box shell turtle to my chest, and no one's going to stop me. I will give my cat the worst diarrhea <laughs> and let it loose in every quick trip this side of the Menominee River. Whoa. Two wrongs don't make a right. You had me, and then you lost me. I was ready to follow the crusade mm-hmm. against willy-nilly animal-bringing into quick trippage. Yeah, uh, the rules the rules are there for a reason. If someone else isn't following them, that doesn't give you carte blanche to just flaunt them as well. Just because you feel wronged. Mm-hmm. We haven't even touched upon people with allergies. Ugh. Someone doesn't even... They weren't even... I hate people with allergies. Exactly. So does this <laughs> lady. They, they don't even see the dog. They go in, what a delicious looking pretzel. I think I'll buy the hot cheese with that. They take a bite, their head explodes because of their <laughs> animal allergy. That's not fair. Mm-mm. They're just, they were trying to make a quick trip. And they got a quick trip to the grave. Yeah, there's no see you next time. <laughs> see you in hell. <laughs> Unironically, even though they're forced at gunpoint to say see you next time mm-hmm. when you leave quick trip. For those who don't know, quick trip is... Midwestern 7-Eleven, home to Wisconsin. And it is is as painfully fake nice as a Midwestern 7-Eleven should be. But actually, anytime you talk to the Quick Trip clerks, I feel like they're homies. They're like legitimately cool and nice. Yeah, yeah, I seem to remember. Yeah, good feelings. Yeah, there's one dude who, you know, he's got a a man bun. He looks like he's a part-time practice tackle for the Packers at the one I go to. And you make a joke to this dude, and he's ready to, he's ready to fucking, we could bring him on the podcast. He could be a quick trip guy. He's always ready to, ready to have a little (laughs) tongue wrestle with you. (laughs) A comedic tongue wrestle. 
Yeah, tongue wrestling is, is one of my favorite pastimes. Some customer in front of you is being weird, you'd be like, the fuck was their problem? He'll, he'll be like, yeah, dude, what the hell? Uh, those interactions get me through the day. <laughs> yeah, as a grocery store clerk, you can really save someone's life by someone was rude to them in front of you and you go, what the fuck was that? They'll be like, oh my, thank God. <laughs> Talking to a sane person here. Yeah, that's, uh, man... This this pandemic is is you know sort of robbed us of those those moments where we lock eyes with someone and we're thinking the same thing like this person's oh, yeah. a bit loony. Uh, <laughs> but I was I was buying a, a shirt this past weekend and I I exited the JC Penny and I was walking to my car and I heard crunch and I looked and I see somebody just they thought they were in reverse I guess and totally massacred somebody else's fender. <laughs> And I'm just like walking and, and trying to get up on my toes to see a bit better. Like, oh, they're going to peel out. Am I going to have to get a license plate? Am I going to have to run over there and be like, hey, hey, <laughs> uh, I saw that. Leave the note. Uh, and then I realized I was walking in front of a car that was parked and a guy sitting in the seat just looks at me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. I'm like, wait a minute. He needs to know. I just saw somebody plow it. I'm just making sure they're doing the right thing. And he, he gives me a smile. I'm like, that's right. He gets it. Yeah, he gives you a smile. One of the thumbs up. All I need is somebody to, you know, exist on the same plane as me. You know, it's a really cool trick. What's that? This It's so weird we're talking about this. Running into strangers. I was just watching. This is a poll. Zach Fox on the therapy gecko twitch podcast you know are you familiar with this no oh it's very funny it's this guy i'm i think he might like be a licensed therapist or just you know study psychology he uh, dresses up in a gecko suit paints his face green uh sits around and answers calls on twitch and gives (laughs) advice okay (laughs) and he often has a celebrity guest this week's the episode i was watching was a zach fox the comedian and rapper and um, he was, Zach Fox is talking about how when he pulls up on a, somebody and they're listening to a good song, he mm-hmm. likes to give them the smile and point and the nod. <laughs> like, hey, nice. <laughs> and he's like, every time they'll give you a smile and a nod back. Be like, yeah, Ooh. you like that? <laughs> and then, yeah, he was like, it's such a beautiful moment because you you had such a real connection with that person and you'll never see them again. Yeah, it's pure. It's pure. I guess I should read a review, huh? Yeah, you got you got a pure one. Oh, this one's pure, pure and vile and disgusting, just like <laughs> the rest of these reviews. This is a review from Amazon for Kingpin Rose Gold Lapel Pin Badge Gift Party Shirt Collar Costume Pin Accessories for Men Brooch Yankee Symbol. Oh, it is a little gold Yankees pin. Okay. Weird. Me and Matt, just before the podcast, another coincidence, uh, we're talking about sports teams we hated. <laughs> I, I hope many a listener are with me in saying that. The Yankees suck. Yeah. Uh, the iconography is classic. Like, logo design. A Yankees hat looks good on a dude with a nice, you know, a nice thing going on. But yeah. But I don't like the team. <laughs> I don't like the team. I don't like the fans. I don't like the players. Yeah. So here we All are. All with Rich M titles it a nice Yankees pin. I grew up going to Yankees games as a kid and have been a fan forever. So this is a great little addition to my collection of Yankees stuff. This pin is quite well made with no sharp edges and thick enough not to bend or break easily. They also include an extra back to the pin if you lose one. The color looks more like yellow gold to me than rose, but it's nice regardless, and I actually prefer yellow gold to rose. (laughs) The pin comes in a little gift box, so it's ready for gifting to any Yankees fan. No gifting for me, though. This is mine. I put it on my Yankees hat, and that's where it will stay. I recommend this as a nice addition to a nice Yankees memorabilia collection. Five stars. I have never understood the adornment of hats with with things that, other than sunglasses, like on the brim. <laughs> sure. I I don't know. If it's like a, if it's like a gift, 
I you can't say no. The sentiment, but let's, this guy takes it a step further. Uh huh. He's putting a Yankees pin on a Yankees hat. Do you think he fucking likes the Yankees? Question mark. A little bit, yeah. And he wants everyone to know. Yeah, I I look at that hat and I you know I see Yankees hat and I'm maybe they're a Yankees fan. Maybe they're not. Maybe he's just you know undercover. The pin on it. Fuck. <laughs> that guy's a hundred percent a Yankees fan. I better go up and shake his fucking hand. There. <laughs> Better go punch him in the jaw. Uh, better go shake his hand. I've never seen one of you before, Yankees fan. <laughs> you are uh, a rare breed. A fan of the Yankees, you say. Hmm. I, too, have seen the defensive stylings of one Jeter to Derek. <laughs> Where do you live, uh, by chance? Yeah. <laughs> Probably from fucking Massachusetts or something. Yeah, it's going to be the Northeast. Yeah, the Northeast. What are you from? What are you from fucking Burbank, dude? Not not a chance. He could be. I'm saying there's Yankee fans all over. They're infested. But they ain't well, even Yankees fans. They just they just think they're Yankees fans, man. <laughs> Whether you're a real Yankees fan or a fake Yankees fan, go to hell, dude. <laughs> I have to agree with him though. Uh yellow gold better than rose gold in almost any situation. For me, for me, I'm going over jewelry I would wear in my head, and I'm changing them out. You, uh, just, you stop right there. Jewelry <laughs> I would wear on my head. This is zero for me, no, unless, no, I, it, unless it's a crown. I mean, in my head. My head is, I am envisioning in my head the okay. types of jewelry I would actually wear, which is many, if they look good enough. And I think, personally, I'd go with the yellow gold, too. It is more gangster, as you would say. Sure. I perceived more masculine. Right, right. I mean, I'm not opposed to a role. I think if you got, if you're studded out, if you are blinged, as they say, mm-hmm. one rose gold ring among many gold accessories may pop in a certain special sort of way. Sure. Like an accent wall. Mm, exactly. <laughs> but the rose gold, the almost yellow gold rose gold on the Yankees hat. I don't think it's I don't think it's it's popping on anything. I wouldn't I, do it. Yankees hat, like I said, it's it's just good design. White on black. Don't change it. Matt, if you see a dude's with a Mets hat on in the wild, don't <gasps> you think that guy's a little cooler than a Yankees hat guy? <laughs> I just feel bad for him. <laughs> right, but I feel like, man, this guy is repping his team no matter what. Yeah, yeah, and somebody has punched him in the face that day. <laughs> because of it. And he is still <laughs> going strong. <laughs> Kudos to him. Yeah, just uh, just walking down the street, minding your own business, a quick yell of Daryl Strawberry and a fucking uppercut <laughs> right, in the, right in the ribs. <laughs> That's just his day to day. That's a Tuesday. Probably a Rangers fan too. No, no, an Islanders. Even worse, right? Oh, I don't even know. I just worse. I do like what Rangers fans because they yell Rangers. <laughs> I kind of like that about them. Okay, <laughs> that's a check for them in my book. Say what you will about the rest. I'll say nothing about the riots they cause when they win stuff. That's just all in good fun. Rangers, as long as, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the Rangers win. As long as you're yelling, like, at least three Rangers a minute, mm-hmm. or maybe even in five minutes, you're, you know, it's the perch. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds good to me. As long as you're letting people know within, you know, a hundred yard radius of your presence. That, that's sounding the alarm. Rangers, <laughs> violence right. is coming. <laughs> right. You got You got plenty of time to clear out. Uh, I think it's fair. New York fans can are going to do whatever they want anyway. So at least if they could yell stuff first. I think it's fair. Yeah. Uh, also in our in our local view of the world, I have a review from GasBuddy.com. GasBuddy doesn't use stars or anything. It seems like they use different faces, like little emoji faces. Okay. Which range from from sad, upset to straight line mouth face <laughs> just to to smiley yeah 
So this is a gas buddy review of the Woodman's North Pumps in Carpentersville, Illinois. And Mrs. Vickers writes, the last pump, debit only, has a hacking device on it. <laughs> Told a manager his questions were suspicious. I hope it is fixed. Flat face. <laughs> <laughs> Just the no smile, just the, the, no just smile. the resting bitch face emoji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like the manager is in on this little scheme yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> that or he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, how much do you think you could pull from that? Oh, <laughs> oh putting a hacking device on the debit card. Interesting. You can oh, do okay. that? Cool. People cool. are good that? Like, what card did you use? It works on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let me see your card. <laughs> right, I'm going to keep this just, you know, to research Evidence. this out. Evidence. Evidence. Actually, this is the cops. I'm calling them right now. It's best if you leave. You know, <laughs> you probably don't want to be a part of the paperwork. Yeah, just let me hold on to this. I'll call. What's your number? What's your? Give me your phone. Birthday, okay, please. Uh, birthday? Yep. Social security? Okay. I'll get back to you. Got it. Got it. I'll get back to you. This woman is more employee owned. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> they, pay, they pay a great minimum wage salary, I promise. I'm working in the gas station bunker. I'm fine. <laughs> I got the best job in this place, lady. I wouldn't give it up for for nothing. <laughs> Not even your identity. What's your last name? Is that your driver's <laughs> license? Yeah, just let me see that. All right, is this address current? Okay. Okay, great. That's cool. That's cool. Oh, uh, and, and the vehicle. What what kind of gas are you trying to pump? Premium. Premium. <laughs> cool. Okay. It's just, you know, collecting information. This is what I'm doing here. <laughs> Can I borrow your car? <laughs> can i sleep in your house oh you got egos dang <laughs> is there enough room at the kitchen table <laughs> can i be your new son <laughs> i love you <laughs> you start out trying to steal someone's identity and you end up just being their son now that's fucking wholesome that's a win yeah that's yeah that's a w for everybody uh miss <laughs> nichols or whatever their name was ms vickers ms vickers is she a pickle person sounds like a pickle brand that's what this uh this face looks like it's pickled it's just it's sort of greenish yellow mm. pickled expression resting pickle face <laughs> yeah break time break Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbody.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to something new. <laughs> Brent. Yes. Are you familiar with the phrase memento mori? Uh, You've probably seen it, right? It, it is Latin, right? It is, it is Latin. A, some sort of death medallion, some sort of death keepsake. Is yeah. That, is that yeah. correct? Memento mori is Latin for remember that you have to die. And oh. Wikipedia says it's an artistic or symbolic trope acting as a reminder of the inevitability of death. So it's often it. used as the the name for many death themed pieces of art. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Memento More Review. See what I did there? I have to remember the. Sometimes I can roll my hrrrs, and sometimes it takes a little. Uh, <laughs> Memento More Review. This I don't know the idea just just sprang to me. Because as happens every year, 
people say, oh, this has been the worst year ever. But every year, uh, people die. This may come as a sure. shock to many of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it happens all the time. Yeah, I think I know your target. So I kind of get that feeling, too. It is very sad when a celebrity that many people love passes away. But you can't help but get the feeling being on social media. Every time someone dies, everyone's so sad. And it's like, yes. oh, come on. Haven't you seen The Lion King, dude? <laughs> Remember. Exactly. You can, and you can learn a lesson from Mufasa is all I'm trying to say. That's what we're here to do today. We're here to remember. I have three servings of bittersweet sugar. We'll see how many we get through. But this is not to, to laugh at their demise. This is to, to remember to some celebrate. of our, some people that we liked and and live through other people's eyes through their Ticketmaster reviews that are still up to this day. So, I have for comedian Louis Anderson... A review from Big Daddy 24, <laughs> who saw Louie at the Blue Chip Casino, Michigan City, in February 2013. <clears throat> A different time. Yeah. No kidding. Big Daddy 24 titles their review, Fat. <laughs> <laughs> and writes, I bet 98% of his show is about him being big. Everyone knows he's big. Talk about something else. One star. <laughs> like, come on. It sounds like he didn't even see the show. He didn't even give him a chance. Yeah. Uh, did you know nothing about Louie Anderson going in? I am no Louie Anderson stand-up head. I do. I'm an appreciator. I'm a respecter mm-hmm. of them. I love their performance on... What's that fucking baskets. Zach, on baskets is yeah. amazing. They're so funny. That. It's great. And I was a big fan of the Louie cartoon when I was a kid. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I don't recall much of their comedy. Maybe I when I see them talking about being very fat, I seem to remember them being very conscientious about it. Right. Louis on a talk show. Louis going to talk about how Louis is fat. Right. They're going to bring it up. It's not Louis's fault. But <laughs> I don't think that it's got kind of a bummer like like a fucking who Louis no more guilty of that than what's his fucking name? The fat white guy, Jim Gaffigan. Jim than Gaffigan Ralphie May. Ralphie you know? for sure. It just it seems harsh, doesn't it? Okay. Let me let me revitalize your spirit with this review. Mitzel RL, who saw Louis at the Ames Center, formerly Burnsville Performing Arts Center in Burnsville, in twenty fifteen, titled Very Funny. My wife and I were impressed. We were apprehensive that Louis, like most stand up comedians, would resort to using foul language and sexual innuendos to get a laugh when they are not on TV. That shit's funny, though. The worst language, <laughs> the worst language that he used was "damn" and "hell" a couple of times. <laughs> they kept a tally. <laughs> yeah. His subject matter, which is pretty standard material, I've been told, is weather, his dad and mother, and his overweight, minimal exercising, and his indulgence in eating a lot of carbs and fats. <laughs> I haven't laughed that hard in years. <laughs> The last comedian who used clean material and made me laugh that hard was Sin Dad. <laughs> I know normally I try and cut them slack with, with typos, but Sin Dad is too uh, funny. The Sin Dad rules. It goes to show you that good comedians do not need to be foul-mouthed to be funny. I would recommend seeing his performances at least once. Bring your young teens. The lack of sexual material... Other than his reference to his nut bowls that he makes and sells. <laughs> and foul language will be a pleasant experience with your teenage kids sitting near you. Four stars. Uh, that's a lot to unpack as a, as a comedy enjoyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't. I want to talk about other stuff, but I can't get over Sin Dad. 
<laughs> I know. As much as I love Sinbad and think Sinbad's hilarious as a, as a comedian and actor, if there were like an older, more more grizzled version, which he's become as time has gone by, but sure. I want to see a movie. You know, they made that stupid movie with Will Smith where he played a clone of himself younger. Mm-hmm. I want to see that, but it's Sinbad and Sindad. Right. And they're not trying to kill each other, but yeah, they're (laughs) trying to find the best stage to play or trying to get good food or something. Yeah. But I guess what really gets me, I get this about comedy reviews a lot, is like, I don't care about the subject matter of the jokes very much, Mm -hmm. personally. Is it funny or is it not? It's totally separate of the subject matter to me. Agreed. It's about the execution it's about the dads of sin, the fathers of sin. <laughs> Who cares if he's joking about, you know, the, the sixth or the eighth circle? He's he's making good jokes. And that's all I care about. Yeah. The delivery, the the demeanor. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Hmm. Wait, we got a third? Well, that's, that's it for Louie. I do oh, okay. have two other gentlemen I could. I could. Yeah, let's, let's keep it going. All right, if you say so. I say so. For Mr. Bob Saget, oh, I have two reviews. This one hurts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, one, uh, this one I am quite a, quite a fan of. Uh, Maria Rochelle saw Bob in 2015 at the NYCB Theater at Westbury. She titles her review, Completely Charmed by Bob Saget. <laughs> she fell in love. My fiance usually falls asleep at shows, but not this time. When Mr. Saget walked out onto the stage, the audience greeted him warmly, and he didn't disappoint. There were some, quote, dirty jokes, etc., but not to the extreme. He walked the fine line between titillating and bawdy, completely charmed and taken by his act. Of note, his opening act featured a young man whose comedy was refreshingly witty. Five stars. Oh. Oh. So Bob was rolling with some real Shakespeare types, ah. huh? Uh, wow. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucking jokes was he telling Cro- about crosswords? I don't know what smart people joke about. <laughs> yes. Lots of anagrams and things like that. <laughs> he said he used is to in a lot, the phrase is to in his, jo- oh. in his jokes. That's clever. Mm-hmm. I I love that Bob stole that woman's heart. Uh, she, <laughs> yes. I love that she still to this day probably has a very special sort of fantasies about Mister Bob. <laughs> Ooh, hmm. I think someone else does. Uh, this is from another Bob, who titles their review: "This is not your Danny Tanner." <laughs> I am a big Bob Saget fan. My kids grew up with Full House, as I'm sure millions of families also did. For those fans, (laughs) really, (laughs) for those fans who loved Full House and do not know Bob Saget's material, well, let's just say it's not for the faint at heart. In other words, he's filth. But he's also very funny and makes himself very endearing to the audience. It was fun, and he interacts with the audience a lot. He's not a stand-up and just tell jokes kind of comedian. It's almost like watching a cousin, a very dirty cousin, perform. (laughs) So if you can't take dirty humor, and I mean really dirty humor, it's not for you. But if you can take it from a guy who delivers it with a smile and seems to love his audience, you will love him too. By the way, he got two standing ovations. Wow. Five stars. Pulling out receipts. Picture Pigpen up there looking all dirty. (laughs) You know, gross, just a cloud of dirt around him, getting standing ovations. Woo, Woo, you stinky bitch! Woo! (laughs) You're dirty! I don't know how many many bras Bob Saget had flung, had slingshotted at him on stage during his career. At least a couple, right? Ladies love Cool James, but they they love Danny Tanner a bit more. I think think so. I think the, Mm. the dad vibe is in. You know, right. was it the dirty dad. years, right? The dirty pig pen, stinky, smelly old man. People love that. <laughs> the gray uh, fox that needs a shower. <laughs> That's it. 
That's awesome. <laughs> the silver fox that let himself go. You know, we love that. All right, who's who's the finale? Speaking Hit of me. things we love. I think I know who it is. It is. It's our dear friend, Norm MacDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Once more, Ticketmaster Reviews. I got a triplet here. This first one is, is mainly just for us. Uh, this comes from Craig, Ohio. Saw Norm in 2017. Titled his review, Norm McDonald. <laughs> this happened at the Hard Rock Rock Casino. Northfield Park Hard Rock Live. And Craig, Ohio writes, Probably the worst stand-up show that I have been to. <laughs> At times, it seemed that he was just taking thoughts off the top of his head, and I didn't enjoy most of his subject material, such as manslaughter and suicide. <laughs> Two stars. <laughs> oh, that show sounds fucking awesome. I would have loved to have gone to a Norm show where nothing was landing. That would have been fucking uh, awesome. Yeah, just to see how much, like, he enjoys it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, he had a big, stupid grin up there while he was making jokes about vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, you ever see somebody's brain leak out? <laughs> what were they thinking, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think just, I just, I think I just channeled it. bitch just by the gray matter. <laughs> What's the matter with him, huh? <laughs> uh, following out the heels of that, here's a shorty from Leb39. No title, but they saw him in 2011 at the Wilbur Theater. Pretty funny. I can never tell when seeing him if he's drunk or not. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goals, honestly, dude. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, keep him guessing. Man, I listen to the podcast, but what the fuck was up with Brent tonight? <laughs> and they were like, that was fucking weird. Cap it off. I have one more. This one's going to be something to chew on. This is from Verity, who also saw Norm at the Wilbur Theater. Review title, Norm MacDonald at the Wilbur Theater, Boston. Hold on to your pants. It, there might be a turn or two. A turn or two? <laughs> a turn or two. Oh, God. This isn't that kind of comedian. Absolutely a great show. Love Norm's delivery. He makes it seem unrehearsed, like he's lost his place and wandering from thought to thought, but you know it's all planned because the punchlines are much too funny to be pure stream of consciousness. And only Norm could make the topic of death, even personalized, hilarious. I like that he avoided politics, actually highlighting his lack of opinion. I doubt he doesn't have one, but so many comedians are flaming liberals, and as soon as they go down that path, they are immediately unfunny and only get cheap hoots, not laughs, from sympathetic members of the audience. I suspect Norm's a bit right of center, like the rest of America, <laughs> which enhances his ability to connect to his audience and underscores his uniqueness as a comedian. Yes, I know he's Canadian. <clears throat> Maybe a bit too much on sex, though. Four stars. <laughs> oh, imagine this guy being uncomfortable with sex. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Ooh, shocker. Big surprise. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there's nothing much to say about that one. It speaks no. for itself. No. Uh, I guess to wrap it up, I am glad that these guys could could still bring us some joy. Oh man, yeah, those are funny. R.I.P. <laughs> to the the real ones, our forefathers. Yep. Big respect. Big respect. I I'll, I got something a little more lighthearted to purge any sort of emotions you had about the, that last segment. Please, uh, I hate the, emotions. Me too. I'm a man. <laughs> emotions bad. Listen to how deep my voice is. I'm wearing a hat. I'm drinking beer on my podcast. <laughs> I'm saying chauvinistic things about the Takaya patented deluxe cold brew coffee maker one quart black from Amazon. <laughs> this is from Johnny G. <laughs> he titled it, Read This to Stop the Leak. Stop the Leak. Like many have reported, the product leaked on first use. 
Luckily, I checked it out after about 10 minutes to find a puddle forming. They said, That said, I inspected the inner ring and saw a little extra plastic piece that was keeping the seal from working. A clear production flaw, but easily snipped off with a razor blade. (laughs) After fixing it, not a single drop spilled. I'm still working on perfecting the amount of coffee to put in and the time to brew, but so far I like the setup and ease of use. I may update later when I find my perfect brew so I can share it with all you beautiful people. Till then, (laughs) I hope this review helps. Four stars. That was a... June 13th, 2019, no update. Uh, I feel like we got enough, though. <laughs> I We got full service from Johnny G. Like, Johnny G's <laughs> personal blog here. Mm-hmm. Hot hot off the press. Bring, 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 bring. <laughs> Are you having leakage problems? I've got your fix. <laughs> oh, my. You won't believe this. I clicked on Johnny G's smiling little emoji. I don't know. What do you call it? The Snapchat emoji people? Oh, uh, Bitmoji? Yeah, know? Bitmojis. They're like me's, but for Snapchat users. Yes. Clicked on this little smiling, goatee-having Bitmoji face. First review, most recent, rubber band sound solved. Shall we indulge? Interesting, please. This is for the Coleman Camping Cot air mattress and pump combo. Folding camp okay. cot and airbed inside tables, battery-operated pump. Amazon. Titles it, rubber band sound solved. Our band sounds solved. Skip to the end for quick solution. So after <laughs> camping for a weekend and being afraid to minimize the loud balloon sound, we searched for an answer to this. We tried wrapping the bed frame in moleskin, as another suggested. Honestly, not worth the work. <laughs> Finally realized the blow-up mattress is rubbing against the zip sleeve that holds it on the cot. I see how keeping it out of the zip cover would help others, as mentioned, but it's not holding the cot nicely. So... We thought to put some materials back between the two. First, the fitted sheet. This was better, but then ended up buying a cheap zip cover to put on the whole blow-up mattress, the hyperallergenic kind, and then, slightly deflated, put that zipped-up sleeve on the cot. This solved it! We are currently camping with a two-year-old three feet away from us and no issues with noise-making. Long story short, go to Walmart and spend a few bucks on a hyperallergenic sleeve. Put it in your blow-up and secure it on the cot. Minus one star for all the extra work. Laughing, crying, emoji, four stars. <laughs> Who's making noise on the cot, Johnny? Uh, you yeah. and the two-year-old. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> you dog, you. Yeah, Johnny needs no rubber boon sound when he is skirting around his mm. blow-up mattress. Johnny G with the life hacks here. Yeah, John- Johnny G life hacks McGee. That's what he should change his fucking, <laughs> that's his YouTube channel. I I appreciate it though. That's like awesome. That's if you go to the reviews and you're thinking about buying something, at least you know, like if you get a jank version, Johnny G got your back. Yeah, you know what? You're kind of signing up. Johnny G on the spot. Do you want this particular product enough to jump through these hoops? Well, Johnny's going to lay out the exact variables of what's going on. <laughs> it's got the Johnny G stamp of you can fix with it if you tweak around a bit. <laughs> You can rig something up, don't worry, but uh, I guess it's only four stars. The Johnny G minus one star. Johnny G, the Amazon guardian angel. <laughs> it's good that we need more Johnny Gs. If there's more Johnny Gs on Amazon, we probably wouldn't have a podcast. All the reviews would just be nice. It would be useful, helpful, nice. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. Mm. Know what we shouldn't say fuck that to? What? Our lovely listeners for making it to the end. They're awesome. Episode 87. Wow. Thanks for sticking around with us. I had a good time. I did. We all did. We, I'm telling you, you had a good time, whether you (laughs) like it or not. If you want to be forced into having a good time at Metaphorical Gunpoint, uh, every Tuesday, hashtag Tuesday Review Say, we got a new episode of ReviewParty.com. Would love to have you there. Listen in. And if you'd like to send in a review like our friend Kate did for us to make some funnies over, uh, send that e- send that uh, over to us in an email with a hyperlink to the review at ReviewParty.com at gmail.com and include your name so we can throw you credit. You can also send it to uh, our social media pages. Matt, I heard you know a thing or two about those. 
We are on the social media pages. We've front page on all of them. You can find us <laughs> at reviewparty.com on Instagram and TikTok. Like you can send us messages there. You can follow us there. You can like things that we do there. You can also do the same thing on Twitter, but you have to find us at Review Party Pod. If you're not so much into that interactive nature of things, if you just want to absorb, then go to reviewparty.com.com or you can osmote just whole loads of content from our blog, all the episodes, uh, things in the shop, and a whole lot of things to click if you're into clicking yeah people have been actually clicking on the blog posts a little bit lately a little bit been nice to see been very fun there's some good stuff in there people some good i know (laughs) after you mentioned something recently i did check the the analytics and i saw that someone in seattle based on their ip address someone in seattle was reading the mackenzie bezos amazon review blog about when she was defending her her now ex-husband Oh, it's probably it's not without a doubt them. It's either Jeff or it's Mackenzie yep. following up on us. Hey, you know we take listeners of all kinds, even rich, terrible leeches on our society. What up, Jeff? <laughs> the day we're famous is the day we get pulled off of Amazon podcast. I, can't yeah, I know. And- wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be that is how I am defining success for this podcast. Agreed. <laughs> uh, hey, I just want to say, you know, if you want to support the podcast, we highlight a bunch of ways to do that. Just listening, making it here, you're already an above and beyond supporter, so don't feel obligated to do anything more than you want to. If you want to pop on social media, go for it. We love you for it. <laughs> but I'd like to give one more suggestion. If you have a friend who likes comedy podcasts, you know what you should tell them about reviewparty.com word of mouth is the best the easiest the freest way to support this free entertainment to keep more coming we're gonna i mean maybe we were wrong to tell people that yeah we're gonna do this podcast every week until we die you know we we sort of people people feel like they don't have to do anything for us well it's true uh (laughs) (laughs) but you know if you want if you ever feel like it ever comes up you can also follow, subscribe, favorite, wherever you listen. Dropping a review on iTunes or Podchaser is a huge help. Um, yeah, just recommending to a friend is is the most above and beyond you could do. Oh, and check the shop. There's some good shirts. But let's let's get away from all that. Let's do one more thank you to our friends, the Nosebleeds, for letting us use their jam, Bread for Breakfast. You can hear it throughout the episode. If you want to hear more of their awesome nosebleeding jams, you could just search on Spotify nosebleeds one word. They also made a music video recently. Did we, we probably talked about that the week it came out. I think it we was did. Good. Yeah, I'm sure we did. You can go. That's on Lake YouTube. Superior. Ooh, don't you wanna? I got a finisher review here. It is for Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. This was written by Sally LeBlanc. She titles it, He Loved It. She writes, poor grandson, five stars. (laughs) He'll take anything. (laughs) If it's for my grandbaby, it's always perfect. (laughs) 